God, that is cursed. Holy shit. Oh, please stop, please. Uh, uh, uh. How are you doing, bro? I'm leaving. I can't handle this shit. Holy crap. Uh. How's it going? Welcome back to the Vandals Podcast. Uh. We don't have a of the week this week, but um, we will, I promise, soon. I just like a lot of these podcasts are short notice. If you keep I, doing I, that cursed shit, holy if I crap! Keep, if I keep doing that cursed shit, maybe people will actually want to leave a comment. But you know, whatever. Uh, Zane, I just uh, listened back to our previous episodes of the Vandals podcast, and the second one was the most whacked out of all of them. Was that the inside one. of an Asian boy? Uh, inside the mind of an Asian child. Yeah, that was that one. I think it was called Inside of an Asian Child, and then you redid the name a couple of months down the line because you thought it might be inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I changed it to Tor Browsing and uh, Swatting. I, I changed it to that. But then uh, I was uh, listening it to uh, to it today. And, um, God, some of the things I said was uh, a little whack, but... Yeah, apparently they're not allowed to say gook anymore. But, um... Uh, one thing I said is because we were talking about uh, that experience I had with a hazmat suit. <laughs> and um, so I was I was listening to it and I was like hearing myself go over the story and I was like doing the preamble of like a talking about like I was setting up the situation. Right. And I was like telling a lot more information than I needed to. So I was like, you know, you those days where you're just thinking about your girlfriend and you wake up fully erect. I'm like, cool, Caleb. Yeah. That's so awesome. <laughs> you're really a bro. You know that you're the man, but I was also listening to the other episodes and, uh, I think there was one thing that we always meant to talk about, but you, we just never got to. And that's the your lover story. No, no. We talked about the lover story. We haven't talked about the memorial story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well first off let's clarify is my mic sounding fine am i peaking or y- your mic sounds beautiful i love you oh perfect let's fuck later uh <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll bring the belt i'll bring the belt are you are, no wait, I, I have to ask are you okay with that or no i'm vanilla all right and okay, also vanilla's I'll... gonna get dominated here it's you so no please don't that's how this works, okay? No. All right, I'll, I'll make it vanilla just for you, babe, all right? No, we'll keep it vanilla because I want it that way. And if you try any of your kinky shit, it beat the shit out of you and you'll probably enjoy it. Someone just died outside my window. But can, can, continue. Continue with your story. Uh, let's, let's, well, let's, anyways, let's set up the context first. All right, I needed a passport, but... Mm-hmm. The first time I tried getting my passport photo taken, mm. I uh, got punched in the eye by a 300-pound uh, Canadian mm. and uh, could not get my picture taken that day because it looked like I was part of some Quiles gang or something, you know? Those French fucks. Yeah. And then, so I had to go a couple months later mm. and go to the city hall in Mount Lake to get my passports. Yeah. And me and my sister are messing around, as usual. Mm-hmm. And my dad is just getting really frustrated. He looks at us very uh, 
very intensely, which was unusual, but scared the crap out of me. He's like, get outside now. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay, Dad. Okay, don't hurt me. Well, it's because you were just being a little shit, weren't you? Yeah, obviously. Like, I was a kid, dude. What the you're fuck? Still now. Still a little shit. <laughs> what the fuck, man? It's just like, why do you have to bring that up now on the podcast? Yeah. But anyways, besides the fact that I was annoying little shit, he sends me and my sister outside to go sit uh, at the the, 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 the the tables outside. Boom. I can remember the word for table. And, um, you know, I'm going to stop playing Modern Warfare. I can't talk to you and play Modern Warfare at the same time. <laughs> I was, uh, we were sitting outside and we're sitting outside and we were sitting outside and we were sitting outside. Like, is this guy brain dead? Uh, <laughs> he said yeah, that like five my, times. I didn't take my meds either. We were sitting outside. We were sitting outside. We were sitting outside. We're sitting outside. Fuck. We're at the tables outside. <laughs> uh, there's one other guy there. And he was just doing his own business. So me and my sister, we're kind of getting bored because we've been out there for 20 minutes already. Yeah. And I see this nice, perfectly ass-fitted rock uh, right to there. To clarify, it didn't look like a memorial at all. It just looked like a rock, right? It was literally a rock. Mm-hmm. I went, nice, a mm-hmm. seat. And I sat on the rock. Mm-hmm. And me and my sister were just chilling, Max, and relaxing all cool. Mm-hmm. When about 10 minutes later, I, I see got a that car pull up. You should have, or else you aren't cultured, you little swine. <laughs> but anyways, the cop car pulls up, right? I'm like, uh, okay, so son's going down here, or maybe he's getting his passport, uh, passport photo. Mm-hmm. And then he goes up to the curb, like, so maybe he's here for that guy sitting over there. Mm-hmm. And then he keeps going, and he pulls up right next to me, I'm like, oh, shit. And how big Fuck. was this guy? Well... Let's put this in perspective. I'm like 12, right? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this massive ass SUV mm-hmm. with the lights going, mm-hmm. pulling up. Yeah. And I'm like, as time and time goes on, it gets closer and closer. I'm realizing that he's not here for anybody else but me. So I'm already like, <sighs> don't make that sound when you're talking about someone approaching you. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're here for me. <laughs> mm, slap the cuffs on, Daddy. I'm ready for going to go on a ride. <laughs> Sauce. Wow. <laughs> oh, what's that? A baton? Stick it right in, Daddy. The Jim Carrey, like, manga says, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> 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 but, but, And then he stops. I'm like, okay. <sighs> composure. He is going to beat the shit out of you if you bathmouth him in any way. And also, I can't tell my dad that there's a cop outside talking to me. Or else, he's in an already pissed mood, and he's probably going to get even more pissed. I don't want to see that. It's called foreshadowing, Then he everybody. steps out. And he steps out of the car, and there's like almost seven feet of pure muscle and some skinhead looking dude like he's just bald and intimidating and i was scared shitless my knees are buckling i'm like hi officer Ah." (laughs) i'm just like all nervous he's like you know what the hell you've done what no 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 sir no explain 
You don't know what you've done. Well, why don't you just fuck me right here, man? (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Just fuck me. Just get over it and fuck (laughs) me. Jesus Christ. It's like when uh, Cartman thought he was a Thai hooker. Yes, yeah. me so horny. <laughs> so you like you like Soja Boy. <laughs> Is that Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> no, no, I would He's never so bend horny. over. <laughs> Dude, I'd rather kill Jar Jar than bend him over. Let's be honest. That's I think everybody ass. will. But uh, he goes, "What you're doing is desecrating a memorial." A memorial that stands to honor all those in the five branches who have fallen in service. All those who sacrificed their lives so that you, you little shit, could live out your freedoms. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, what are you, what? He's like, look where you're sitting. I'm like, <gasps> I get off the rock and I look and there's like a, fine a two inch by four inch little plaque deep in the rock. Mm-hmm. I look and it says, in honor of the five branches. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, you little shit. Do you understand what you just done? And I was like, sir, I, 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 I didn't mean it. I, I swear I didn't know it was there. Okay, I would never have done that. I want to join the army one day. Hell, I got knuckles in the army. You know, he hooks me up with some M16 sometimes. You know, it's okay, man. We do. We have an understanding, right? I didn't mean to do anything. Come on, man. Just understand. I'm just a 12-year-old kid. I just saw a rock. It fit my ass. I sat on it. It was comfortable. I'm sorry. Okay, don't hurt me. It felt right good in my prostate. That's not what I meant to say, officer. Please don't get kinky with me. What? Bend over, boy. Okay, fuck me, then. <laughs> You gotta fuck me? Come on, Kyle. You gotta fuck me now. You can't use that Jewish cock and fuck me. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. Just fuck me already. You, you get over and fuck me. You already fake the moon landing. Come on, Kyle. I know you're poor and everything, but I'll pay you five bucks. How about that? Five bucks. <laughs> I know you're a Jew, so you fake the moon landing, but you can also fake your orgasm, Kyle. <laughs> But anyways, I'm scared shitless at this point because he's getting mad at me for sitting on a memorial and dishonoring the entire service, even though I literally could not tell there was a plaque in there. To be clear, it's just a fucking, it looked like a rock, right? It it was literally just a perfect ass rock. Mm -hmm. But now I'm standing, I'm standing as far away from that rock as possible, looking at the officer who's almost seven foot and 350 pounds of muscle. And I'm scared shitless at this guy. He's intimidating as fuck. And, and like the text was like basically fine print. It was like it was like something in a contract. You know, how like how people in ads are just like talking really fast, so you don't have to like. It's like, oh, did he just say there's like a chance of death with this anti-depressant depression thing? Mm-hmm. Or like, there's you know, a chance like, that I'll kill myself because of depression <laughs> with this antidepressant. Uh, that's a good chance, to know. Increase the risk of suicidal thoughts or actions. <laughs> mm, that doesn't seem sus at all. Mm, Homer, I don't think you should take those anymore. <laughs> God damn it, man! I'm gonna take it when I want to take it. Eat my shorts. Fuck, I want to kill myself. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But uh, we have a, a couple more minutes to talk. My sister is trying not to cry in the, little, in the corner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's keeping it cool. 
It's okay, man. You're not really in trouble for anything. He can't do anything to you. All right. And I'm like apologizing and apologizing and licking his feet. I'm just like, please, sir, forgive. Forgiveness, please. And forget and forget. Ranting on about why the military service and those who serve in it are great people and deserve to be respected with every moment of our lives that they give us our precious freedoms, which I agree. All right. Mm-hmm. Again, I didn't sit on the rock to put my ass on a memorial. No, that's not what I did it for. I didn't see the memorial. Mm-hmm. But finally, he's done talking. I'm like, thank you, officer. I hope you have a good day. Are we done? And he's like, well, first I have to inform your parents. And then he smiles at me. I went, oh, you. Yeah. You. Fuck. You want me to feel humiliated, and I love it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Keep that belt on your pants. But he just goes, come on, where are your parents? I'm like, in in the city hall. And I walk over to the door. I open the door, and I see my dad sitting on the staircase. And he looks at me like, what the fuck are you doing inside this? I told you to stay outside. And then then a seven-foot tall. I pull the door open, and in walks this officer. And he looks at me like, what the fuck have you done? (laughs) 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 I didn't do anything, I swear. I should have left you on the orphanage step all those years ago. (laughs) Wait, what? Dad? Uh, I'm not your father. Get away from you, little shit. But the guy, the uh, officer walks up to him, he's like, Sir, are you the father of Zay Monroe? Unfortunately, yes, yes officer. It's like, no, no, <laughs> no, there, was uh... no there was no moment for sarcasm. My dad was livid. And you know what really sucks? Hmm. All my family have brown eyes except for my dad. His are a piercing blue, so when he's mad at you... You can kind of just tell. The people with blue eyes are just so emotive sometimes. Mm. And those blue eyes scare the shit out of you when he's just livid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's staring at me the entire time, just looking at me like, I'm going to whip you relentlessly when we get home. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, to clarify, my dad is not abusive. He just it was whips just me a desire. lot. Yeah. Yeah, that. But he's scary as fuck i'm like oh my god oh my god oh no it's the end of the world I he's met- gonna ship me in a box to mexico and he's gonna leave me there i met you and, uh, uh, i met your dad last time i was there at your house and i refused to look at him because i was like there's just gonna be this big honking dude and he like he sounds nice he's like he's like oh the gay friend is here so i'm gonna be nice <laughs> <laughs> i mean i didn't tell him you were gay but <laughs> yeah yeah isn't that fucking awesome isn't that great why do we have to bring this up two episodes in a row <laughs> what, is this a running gay, joke huh? now you got a problem with being gay, huh? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you fuck me, Kyle? <laughs> but to finish off this nice little story, mm-hmm. he talks to my dad, <laughs> shames me again by saying, oh, you're your little shit son here. Well, he didn't mm-hmm. say that in front of him. He only told me I was a shit. But he said, your son here was being disrespectful and rude towards a memorial dedicated to the fallen soldiers and stuff, yada, yada, yada. By the right? way, a rock. Yes, it was literally a rock. <laughs> That's why I ran. 
So, continue the fucking story, you piece of shit. Okay. Jesus, officer. <laughs> so you're gonna, they expect you to come on the podcast, huh? She's like, okay, officer. <laughs> but he doesn't fine us or anything. He just says, just make keep careful watch your son, okay? You should have been responsible for that. And that's what really got my dad was that he was telling him he wasn't being responsible for me. Mm. And then he leaves and my dad looks at me and I pat myself. He's like, sit down. And then didn't talk to me for the next two hours. I was like, "Ah, yeah. And when they like, that's, that's the scariest thing about like dads is when is when like they don't say anything or your parents don't say anything. He's like, you like, you made them so mad that they can't, they don't even know what to say. Mm-hmm. Like when my dad jokingly told his mom's friend that she murdered her dog when she had uh, to put her down. Or maybe that one time where uh, you and your brother blacked out the tips on some BB guns. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, th- talking about those stories, this was the third time I've been, uh, stopped by police for some stupid reason on my part. What was the Brent, first time? Don't balance only... on the windowsill, Brent. No, Brent, get off the windowsill. You're you're too big of a dog for that. You only like said two stories. What's the third one? What's the third one? Yeah, you didn't tell me the third one. Well, I mean, it wasn't that much of a story. I was some cop that I was being a stoner. Ah, uh, from yeah, the, everything I mean, about you. Oh, I had long hair then. I did dress like I still dress like a bum. <laughs> I was dressed like a bum. It was late at night, and there was a lot of weed smoking around this area. Mm. Weed smoking. Those weed smokers, <laughs> degenerates. <laughs> Don't those high four twenty people? I bet they're in the mile. I bet they. Club. I bet they love Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they love pedophilic mustaches. Yeah. Screw those guys, man. They all know they're burning in hell, and there's no weed down there. Did you ever have, like, a a parkour phase when you were young? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, I have a story about that. You know the skate park? Uh, in Edmonds? Yeah, in Edmonds. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I used to go there all the time. So I would go down there, and I would literally practice parkour when I was a fat 12-year-old. You weren't fat. You were just cheeky. You were soft. Um, so I was a fat twelve-year-old, and no, you were not fat. I Why was you a... shaming, huh? Why are you fat shaming, bro? That's not cool. Ever heard of body positivity? Even if that's super unhealthy and fat. You ever had that dream where you, you want, you can... <laughs> I mean, you know what I don't understand about the whole accept my body for what it is? What? We see a girl who's a skeleton because she's been starving herself. Because, we, yeah. We want to help her, right? That's like a generally accepted thing to do mm-hmm. is to help that person who is starving themselves or bulimic, mm-hmm. right? But if someone is 350 pounds of McDonald's, why do I have to accept her? You're just as unhealthy mm-hmm. as this girl who's bulimic. I'm all for 90 pounds. I'm all- I like I like accepting people for who they are, 
but I'm not saying that they can't get better, right? Like you can like. Right. I mean, like I'm talking about extremes here. If you're just a little heavy, that that's fine. Yeah. But if you're full on fat ass and you're not doing anything to actually change that, if you're like calling people kitten on a Discord server, then you might have a problem. So then your ass might weigh fifty pounds by itself. Mm. <laughs> that dump truck is not going anywhere. I can promise you that. So uh, it's only. Well, I mean, it's just filled with garbage. It's literally just filled with shit. <laughs> Potty humor. <laughs> Farting. <laughs> but what so are you looking I, at me for a Chihuahua. So um, I had a what? parkour face, right? So yeah, you had a parkour face. Fuck you, so, Chihuahua. So what I would do is that uh, I think this is one of the times where my grandma from Muskegon came down. Muskegon, Michigan. Muskegon, Michigan, the most drug-filled place besides Detroit. Um, and Netherlands, you know, and, and pretty Netherlands. high in Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, but um, so that she came down, and my mom and my grandma were talking to each other, and you know that giant fence on like the right side of like one of the ramps. You mean the half pipe? Yeah, the, the yeah yeah the half pipe. Yeah. Um. So I ran up it. And I, I did this many times before. I would run, I'd jump over it, and I even did it with some skater kids who were like 17 when I was 12. But, um, um, dude, there was always 12-year-olds and the, and the 20-year-old potheads. And then, um, I have a lot of friends who had 20-year-olds and potheads. So I did this when I skated. about 20 times total, and I made it over every single time. And then, like... <laughs> but this time... um. I just completely fucking biffed it. Ooh. My leg got caught on the fence. And it, <laughs> it was like the most GTA ragdoll shit you could possibly think of. With your foot stuck up there and the rest of your body just slammed on the other side of the fence? Yeah, it was like, it was literally like a cartoon. <laughs> it was like a literally like a cartoon. Like my leg was on one side of the fence and then it took like a full 90 degrees, hit the side of the fence, and it made like a sound and then the, and then my leg finally came over the other side of the fence and then imagine the look of determination you face you like i've done this 20 times before at least i know exactly what i do imagine the crowd is cheering you on because i know you had that like invisible audience thing mm-hmm it's just like, yeah, you can do it. You're so cool, bro. And then I fucking like my leg gets it. stuck. Just my, biff it. And then my my leg gets stuck. And then like my and then my uh my body does a full ninety degrees smacks into the other side of the fence. But then nice. I'm like, and then I'm like hanging there for about two seconds. And then my leg got free. And then I fell on the ground. And then like I and then like, I'm so confused how that. Did not break a bone because it hurt so much, dude. Mm-hmm. It was it was literally. Do you remember there was this kid named Dennis in the first? I grade. remember Dennis. Uh, it was a kind of wet day. You know how like people in our old elementary school used to like go to like the center bar and like swing off it. Mm-hmm. Not oh, joking. Dude, that bar was lethal on rainy days. <laughs> So that's called foreshadowing, everybody. So, <laughs> so my my buddy named Dennis, right? 
Uh, well, I mean, we all, don't like him anymore. I mean, I've <laughs> seen him in like nine years, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, what what a piece of shit, right? Oh my uh, god, I cannot believe you, Dennis. Dennis, if you're out there, I think you're a piece of shit, even though I haven't seen you in a long time. <laughs> you know what, Dennis? I think you're a piece of shit, but I hope you're doing well. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Hope you got a wife and kids and everything. But also, you're a piece of shit. But also, I can't believe you moved. It was like you didn't care at all. <laughs> yeah, man. What happened to the family, man? School. But, um. School's first, all right? But, um. Mm. So. We were all switching mm. off, jumping to the middle bar, right? And um, it was mm-hmm. Dennis's turn. Then Dennis jumps for the middle bar, slips, does a double backflip, and lands on the ground. Yep. It was the most cartoony shit ever. And I can hear like the <laughs> when he's doing the backflip. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to think of like a stock image, right? A stock mm-hmm. image, and then like in Photoshop, rotate that like back and forth, and it was like <laughs> like stretching and like expanding the image and then shrinking it. It was like mm-hmm. that, and was- <laughs> just thinking back on it, it looked, it looked so retarded. <laughs> so when I lived in California. Mm-hmm. I went to a little school called Blockman Bobcats. Mm-hmm. That sounds. And it was a K through twelve. Oh. Uh, school which only had like ninety students. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason why I was there was because they tried putting me in a public school in Santa Maria. By the mm-hmm. way, Santa Maria used to be one of the most ghetto towns ever, and there was mm-hmm. a lot of drug, sex, and gangster shit going on in the public schools. Mm-hmm. And at that time, a lot of white kids. Everybody were was listening to the weekend. No, no one listened to the weekend. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. But, but uh, hey, hey, quit interrupting. I forgot how brutal our playtime was during recess. We had three recesses. It used to be two, but then they changed it to three in the two years before I left. Mm-hmm. And uh, the playground was fucking dope dude i mean mm. it was massive in my eyes it's probably super tiny if i were to go back there now mm-hmm. because oh, you grew you like doing? two inches right yeah shut, shut the fuck up <laughs> but one thing i loved about the school was that we were in the farmlands right mm-hmm. so there it was like imagine like you're playing skyrim and then you open your map and you can see the map of the entire world and there's the different locations, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it was like. To the far right corner, there was like a, an amusement park, but for like a no, recess. Right? No, not not an amusement park. No, like, like an, an epic fantasy park. land wrought with adventure. Mm-hmm. But in the far right corner, there was a now deserted baseball diamond when cage. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it was deserted is because that area was mm-hmm. always infested with red fire ants. And mosquitoes. They Yummy. only wor- worked around there, right? Mm-hmm. They only did the shifts over there. And so no one went over there. Mm-hmm. But we would go in there and we would venture. And the person who had the most bug bites was King. <laughs> That's the most dumb shit I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And hey, then, guys, and- hey, guys, the person that hurt got hurt the most is the winner. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that was always me. 
The person who gets kicked in the balls the most without falling down wins. Also me. <laughs> but, so you remember the field in uh, elementary? Mm-hmm. Imagine that by about three times the size. That would be like, so... Like, that like field, the whole field. I still go there sometimes when I'm walking with my brother, uh, my mm-hmm. younger brother. Um, so I actually, made, actually four times the size. It was a big-ass field. Yeah, like that... I went back to that field... Our, our elementary school, and it's still pretty big. Yeah, it's a big field, but like mm-hmm. this field was like four times that size because it was it used to be a farm, like CenturyLink kind of kind of side kind of size. Oh, it was huge! It was mm-hmm. fucking huge, right? Mm-hmm. All right. And then along the fence line, there'd always be because literally there's a fence separating the school from a farmer's land, and so his cows would come up to the fence line. We pet the cows all the time. Wow. And. uh there was across the street from the school was the fire department, like literally right mm-hmm. across the street. You just look at them mm-hmm. and we would sometimes just sneak out of school and go to the fire department. And, uh, there's the playground, which was dope. And then we had this massive blacktop, uh, that was just awesome because it had, it was four hoops long, but the hoops were spaced like NBA courts. So it's pretty long, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of it, because it was just a big square, it wasn't rectangle shape, it was just a big ass concrete square. Yeah. There was these fifteen foot tall wall ball walls of just concrete and cinder blocks. It, it was a massive vista mm-hmm. to a little kid at that point, right? Mm-hmm. And then of course the playground itself was fucking awesome. And then to the left of that there was a separate field that kids would play soccer on. Mm-hmm. So this place was huge. And then you could also walk around the inside of the school. There's the computer lab, the library with the demon woman as a librarian. I forgot her name. I've been trying to remember her name for years, but she was horrible. She liked Mm. pistachio ice cream. I'm not kidding. Like, I read a a Captain Underpants and one of the the horrible crab lady teacher Mm -hmm. liked pistachio ice cream. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, so did my librarian. And when uh, all the kids got to go to Hometown Buffet because they read enough books, we were stuck mm-hmm. with pistachio ice cream in the library. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, uh, I don't miss... That's just like the whole... Mm-hmm. The whole area, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you have roughly 10 or 12 white kids between the grades of kindergarten to fourth grade and about Mm -hmm. 40 kids who are Hispanic Mm -hmm. between that, those four grades, right? Mm -hmm. Santa Maria. Yeah. Don't say like that or I'll kill you. (laughs) Santa Maria. (laughs) (laughs) Bueno, what the hell are you saying, man? Bueno, what are you going uh, on, man? man? That was horrible. <laughs> Keep going. We, I'm not saying there was like white on brown like game wars or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The majority of kids didn't even know what racism was. Though, of course, they still called me all sorts of slurs mm-hmm. every day. My entire time. Cry a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we were brutal. Just the way we played, right? Mm-hmm. Because, again, standards are way different in little town Santa Maria. 
right? Than they are up here in Washington where you're not even allowed to tickle each other during football. And then they just, all right, ban football and kickball and soccer. <laughs> and then they replaced the field with a bunch of portables. Fuck those. Oh, yeah. I, I went back. You know, like those portables that we have in the high school? Mm-hmm. I think I think there was only one portable when we were there. And it was like during sixth grade. Mm-hmm. It was the new music room, right? It was the new music room for fifth and sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I came back. There's seriously about four, uh, four six. to six of them. There's six There's of six them. There's six of them. Yep. They look horrible. Dude, why? Like, they tore out the cool kids' playground, remember? Mm-hmm. Right next to the blacktop, there was that little kids' playground that the sixth graders always went on. Yeah, there's literally a classroom in the right recess where that used area. To be. In, in the in blacktop the re- area, yeah. where kids used to play yeah. for, uh, what's basketball it called? The ball? Well, no, uh, people horse. didn't play basketball. Uh, they didn't play basketball under the blacktop roof. They would, uh, play wall horse. ball, they would play four square. Oh, four square was awesome. Yeah, four square was awesome. They removed that and now there's a portable. In the field where we used to play football, mm-hmm. there's now a gaga ball pit and a portable. Mm-hmm. And there's two more portables on the inside of the school. Yeah, it's – God, that – But Holy shit, I'm on a tangent. I was trying to tell you how brutal our tactics were, but mm-hmm. oh, I just went off. So anyways, you were talking about how their uh, Dennis totally mm-hmm. did a little bit of a backflip off when it was wet. Mm-hmm. Well, the only time it ever rained in San Maria – Mm-hmm. When it rained, it poured. It was torrential storms, right? Mm. And uh, we loved playing outside when it was like that. Mm. It was amazing. But what was really funny is during recess, we always beat the shit out of each other during recess because we wanted to. You know, as you do. Right, as kids do, right? I think Just kids should be like the- the shit out of I think other. I was the most hurt or like the most physically hurt when I was a kid. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> everybody is you know like, what years? do my fists do? <laughs> you know how many years it took me to realize that nobody in Washington is as aggressive as I am? I hated that realization because I played yeah, with my friends by all of us beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, everyone we, here is just a bunch of snowflakes. They don't want to have any yeah. fun. Snowflakes, gay snowflakes. Snowflakes! Uh, snowflakes. Uh, you don't have the American spirit in this state. <laughs> America! <laughs> Fuck but, uh, yeah! <laughs> during one of those days where it was just raining heavily, right? Yeah. We went outside, we're enjoying the rain, and uh, the way you get onto the monkey bars on one side... Mm-hmm. Was like you had like this sheet of plastic angled yeah. slightly upwards and it had holes in it so you could climb it. Yeah. But the problem with it is that it was only like a three quarter inch thin piece of plastic so you couldn't really stand on it. Yes. So if you got up there, you had to grab those bars quicker. You're falling, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we all had the bright idea to see who could get across the monkey bars first. And so people would try to climb up the plastic. They would slip because it's raining, and we would grab them and throw them off the plastic. <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding. It was fucking barbarous what we did. Like kids were slipping on the top and hitting their guts on the top, and the plastic were falling off. Some of them were hitting their teeth on the bars. You know, I know. And, and like a lot of these kids are playing like like playing imagination. So I bet they're like think that they're like fighting or like um. Mm-hmm. 
oh, yeah. their imagination. Or when they fall off, they like fall into a pit and you're like, oh no, I'm falling. I'm going to die kind of shit, right? Oh no, no. There was no role player. No, dude. We thought it was an epic war to be sure. But, then, but like, there was no pit they had to fall down. There was no, ah, uh, the hero is weakened and the villain approaches. It was, you little piece of shit, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> That's all it was. The only, the only time where race didn't matter because everyone was getting beaten the shit out of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone was at harm. I don't. Some really... of my favorite moments mm-hmm. were whenever the the whole acreage, right, or more. I guess it's like three acres. From yeah, what I'm describing, yeah, about three acres. Huge. Uh, would be mowed. Mm-hmm by our janitor who sadly died when i was there but you know damn you live on rip him but uh he would mow it once a week right he just had one of those lawnmowers you sit on it and it would do the work for you right <laughs> yeah and uh we would leave because it's always so sunny and dry mm-hmm. is all these clumps of dead grass and perfect rows mm. so of course when we came monday morning we would always have a boys v girls grass fight. Fuck yeah, dude. And dude, you never ran out of ammo. Mm-hmm. You would just pick up as much as you could, run, and just plow into the back of some girl's head and knock her straight down. So many gr- glasses were broken. Noses Woo! were bleeding. Yeah! Oh, and you know that what? That is how things should be done. <laughs> dude, it was spectacular. One time we had a, an epic battle. Over in the corner with all the mosquitoes and the red fire ants and the, you know, the dilapidated mm. and no longer operable baseball diamond. Mm. And we were like, this is the perfect place to have a bout. Because this was the first time that we got all the girls and all the boys outside, you know, like sixth grade and up because they didn't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, to come and join us in this mighty battle. Yeah, the 12th graders were having sex behind the hay bales with all those Yeah, they were, actually. I I walked in on that (laughs) once. That was horrible. I wasn't even joking, but you just, like, I set up the bowling pins, you knocked them down. Good job. Yep, (laughs) Dude, it was Wild West over there. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Dude, the amount of bugs. It was the Wild West with how many penises I've seen. Half the people were bleeding in various places. (laughs) It was... I feel like there should be a Valhalla just so all these warriors can be uh, commemorated once they pass on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was epic as fuck. I don't really miss the country that much, but one thing I do miss was how completely dark it gets when it's nighttime. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because there's like, because there's not like uh, light pollution or whatever the fuck it's called. So I remember when I would used to go over to Muskegon, Michigan, um, a lot of the times I would go out with my family around nighttime and there's like there was like this house and uh, this house had about an acre of land. Right. So mm-hmm. I, me and a couple of my cousins, my sister and all that stuff, we would all go out and we would play hide and seek. But the thing is, it was complete fucking pitch black outside. Right. So, like, so what I would do is um, it would always be like a group of people trying to find the person who's hiding. But the person who was hiding was supposed to go after them and tag them and then run away, right? And then mm. that would be it, and they would run with the person who tagged them, and then it was trying to get all them out. It was like literally playing Predator in real life. 
So nice. that's what me and Sam did at the mm. when we were younger. We would always go to CPE or CPM mm. with a couple of buddies if we could get them, mm-hmm. and just do like both schools hide and seek. Mm. But um, hours of good fun. So I I would since I was the oldest in the group, I would always be the one who was like hiding and stuff. So mm-hmm. I not there was like this little downhill. Right, there's a little downgrade next to the house that there's like roseberry bushes and ooh. So like I would like I would, literally this hill was so steep that you could literally like apex slide down it, right? Right. And so like and so like how the seekers would be able to find me is that they had to use their phone flashlight, and so you can see like this little fuckers silu- are ten years old and they got phones already, like so you. they can see this little silhouette in the darkness slide down a hill and it just like disappear and they're like oh sh-. and you can hear them like oh, where did he go where did he go and then like <laughs> creep around in the bushes and i'll look at them and like you hear like the branches cracking and everything and i was like huh who's that and like my sister was like i don't know seven at the time so i scared the shit out of her mm-hmm. so like she was like lagging behind the group and then like i did a little sprint up and I grabbed her and I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> so then, me and Sam. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, you, you finish. I'm sorry. I must have interrupted you in your epic yeah. uh, tale. And then like Rosie would scream when it was my sister's name. She's like, ah! And like, and then my cousin would be like, Rosie, hello. And then like I would call them on my phone and it was like my old like Samsung Galaxy. Yeah, it was like it was like it was old, right? Be explode. Like, and then like I'll be like tick, tock, tick, tock, and I hang up on them, and you'll be like, oh, what the what the fuck was that? And then like be known that like a lot of my family is younger than me. Even like my oldest cousin is still younger than me. So like it was just like this like this older person just creeping the shit out of his younger family, right? So well, no, you were like eleven. Oh, and like my oldest cousin at the time was like nine. Yeah, it wasn't older, younger. It was mm-hmm. you guys were kids. There, there was nothing. There. I know, but like a lot of my cousins, besides the older one, was like in the ages age range between like four and seven, right? Uh, right. So I'll just be creeping the shit out of them, and then like I'll go up, tap another one. And then, like, their group would get progressively smaller and smaller until I took the person who had the flashlight on their phone away because these four, the seven-year-olds, don't have phones. So it's just, a, like, a five-year-old walking around in the darkness by, by himself. <laughs> 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 and then I t- until I tapped the last one. And then uh, it, it was a lot of fun. That's the only thing I miss about the country is, like, how dark it could get. And in country, like, games that you're playing with your family or something, it gets a lot more fun when it's mm-hmm. in the country because they have like infinite amount of space to work with so yeah. the thing i loved about santa maria besides the people because they were amazing mm-hmm. i mean crime rates were fucking high and the police did shit all because they're a bunch mm-hmm. of badasses but they're great people <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're good kids <laughs> but i lived in a hey, city Zane, you want to get a <laughs> no 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 we're not bringing that up but i lived in the city right yeah i went to school in the farmlands 
Yes. And just about two to three times a week, we were only lived about 15 minutes away from the ocean. So we would go mm-hmm. to Pismo Beach. Mm-hmm. And I just love that like three-way dynamic, right? I could yes. live in the city. I mean, my neighborhood was pretty shit, but, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, in and out, baby. In and out, Del Taco. You know it. You know it. Yeah. And then the school was in the farmlands, right? Yeah. That is the best way to entertain a kid. Because you get right. like a mix of everything. You literally lived in the middle of everything, basically. Yep, lived in the middle of everything. I mean, the people were so interesting. Like, I remember the there's the sidewalk yeah, in my I house. Expect, and I expect a, that out of drug abusers. <laughs> the people are oh, so interesting. No, like, they no it wasn't just lot. because it, was just, it wasn't just because there was a lot of drug addicts and like the ninety percent and you know alcoholics. It wasn't because of the vices, right? It was because of the culture. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a little, like, a one step to get onto the concrete pavement that's in front mm-hmm. of my, that's the front yard. It's like a little walkway. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm sitting on that step, and in front of me is the sidewalk. And then I hear mm-hmm. a motorcycle down the road. And then I look, and I see this fat-ass white dude with big flowing white beard Dressed like mm-hmm. Hell's Angels, right? Mm-hmm. And what I can only guess was a Harley because, I mean, it, it was just a lowrider hog, right? I'm, I'm sure it was a Harley or something. Harley Davidson had a uh, a dealership in the town. And he's just dr- going fast as like maybe 40 or 50 on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And he waves to me as he's going down the sidewalk and just passes two feet in front of me. That must have felt so cool. Dude, I thought I was cool because he noticed me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Notice me, Stepan! <laughs> now that I think about it, dude, I always complained about how, uh, because I moved to Edmonds, you know, rich, posh, white, old women, even though I never had that much Edmonds, money. <laughs> and there's a lot of things to do in Edmonds, but I got to admit, after you've seen it, you've seen it. You know what I mean? It's a peaceful place, which is which can always be nice, but like it was But it's like it's yet. not interesting. It's not interesting because mm-hmm. there's like no sense of like, oh, especially when you morning. don't actually belong at Edmonds. I much more belong in Linwood than I ever did in Edmonds. <laughs> there's still, there's still a part of me that's country because I have a little bit of an accent from living five years in Muskegon, Michigan. And that's why my speech is a little bit fucky. So it's because like, they, really, they, they pronounce like half of everything there. So it's Fine. like, it's like um, so I'm like trying really hard to like get my oh, fuck. I, I I even fucked it up now, but <laughs> I'm trying to get my speech more fluent, and it's it's hard. But speech is only at level one. <laughs> Maybe I should just become deaf and like you know, <laughs> just not speak at all. You'd be like that chick who tried singing "My Heart Will Go On," but she was blind, deaf, and couldn't speak English. <laughs> 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 I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. <laughs> but um, so what was I going on about? I forgot. Keep going. Uh, I was just gonna say I thought the drivers at Edmonds were bad because it was just a bunch of old women who thought they owned the road and were in all electric vehicles, so you couldn't hear them. <laughs> but and and Santa Maria, holy crap! 
Speaking there of was, which, I remember once, uh, twice in one day, mm. me and my brother were uh, riding our bikes around the block as usual, right? And this purple SUV barrels down the road and does not stop, even though I'm in the middle of the street, barely able to ride my bike, right? Yeah. And does not stop. And I'm like, I just hop off my bike and book it, right? Mm-hmm. And she speeds by. And I'm like, well, what the hell, man? Or, well, let's think about this. I was five years old. Hey, what's that cool? It's like, what the heck, man? Mm-hmm. You can't say hell. And then 20 minutes later, I kid you not, the same purple SUV sped down the road from the direction it just went mm-hmm. and almost hit me again. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm starting to see a pattern here. Obviously, um, you don't like kids on bikes. But um, I've been – I got my uh, my permit recently, right? So I've been learning about the road and stuff like that. And <laughs> Wombat and I over here were down Wombat, in Edmonds. Just call me Zane. Jesus Christ. Wombat and I oh, – I'm, I'm going to have to call uh, – Sam curbed from now on because we're trying to get our brands together. But all right, so, uh, so Zane and you I, guys don't even have fifty subscribers to the both of you. <laughs> so Zane and I were down at Edmonds with Curbed, right? Mm-hmm. So um even when the crosswalk sign is red, right? The pedestrians still have the right of way. And I looked left, and I looked right, and I'm like, okay. I walk, I almost get hit by a car. <laughs> and, and I told like, you, you do, I told you the entire day, mm-hmm. it does not matter if you have right away. You have to pay attention because people don't give a shit. And it's just like, it was like this old white woman who's decaying in her seat. Yep. And I was just like, I was so confused because I thought everyone obeyed the road. How fucking stupid of me! God. Also, you didn't look. You didn't look both ways twice, by the way. So I, I only looked. I only looked once. Uh, I I will admit that, but um, there was multiple times because like um, I only lived in Edmonds for about two, maybe three years, right? And I lived in like I mean, it the wasn't apartment. Really. Mm. Edmonds, kind of, yeah. I I was in Edmonds, but I wasn't in Edmonds, right? I wasn't Mm -hmm. able to, like, and I was young. I was maybe third, fourth grade, right? Right. And um, so I wasn't able to, like, go outside by myself and walk around, right? So I was basically confined to that. You might get kidnapped. Yeah. In Edmonds. In Edmonds, the safest place on the fucking Fucking planet. planet. Yeah. So... So I was just basically confined. Can you hear to, me chewing through my mic? A little bit. So I was basically confined to okay, that. that's good. To that imp- apartment, right? Until about seventh grade, when I was like, "Hey, I want to actually go out and do shit," right? Mm-hmm. So I was like getting used to Edmonds traffic. So I would like, I would wait for like a car to stop and they'll stop and look at me and they'll pressure me to go. I'm like, okay. And then uh, when I'm crossing the street. They would go, even though they yep. pressured me to go. And I was like, what? You really want to run me over, do, don't you? Like, look, I get it. I get it. I want to run people over, too. It's like a nice 10-pointer over there, but come on. 
That baby uh, in the carriage, man, that's an extra 50 points. Mm-hmm. That dog, 20 points. That baby, 50 points. That means the my sable, mom's got the, the sable people 30 are points. <laughs> the sable people are only one point because they. That's too easy to hit. You got to do it. too better. easy. But, um, so, so I had to get used. I'm still not really used to it because, like, you lived in Edmonds pretty much. When did you when did you move to Edmonds? Or like I that moved house? to Edmonds late 2012. So right around where I met you, right? Yeah. So you basically I was there for the Edmonds. first day of school, so mm-hmm. I was in Edmonds by August, I think. Mm-hmm. So you like had your entire basically your entire most of your life in Edmonds, right? Uh, almost mm. and then um so you got used to the traffic and stuff but i wasn't used to that i i live in a kind of bad area where um there's not a lot of traffic but there is a lot of homeless people yeah and i t- i told this on sam's podcast and he deleted the episode oh Ooh. oh there is wait, wait, um, is this the one with the poopy bra uh-huh Ah uh, yes. Let's let's talk Sexual about Sexual assault. Let's go, baby. Let's talk about that. To give you context, zoom in on how, that, huh? Yeah. To give context to how bad this area is, there's like, not even joking, about fifty, uh, about fifty meters down the street, literally a homeless meters. Person. You're being queer. Use feet in yards. hundred and fifty feet. You know, like how, like, you went next to my house and there's, like, a crosswalk, right? Mm-hmm. And there's, like, that bench. Literally right there is a homeless person that she's been there for about a week. So, um, and I don't, I, it's not the same person, but, um, so I was walking down to, like, the golf course, which I usually always do, right? And then they got the bright idea. It's like, hey, this guy's been going in through the exit every single day. Let's close it off. And I've never been able to get inside the golf course legally again. But so I was I was walking down and I looked and it was it was I felt completely normal. I looked to my left, though, and I saw I saw something I didn't want to see. I saw a bra and it, it was a pink bra and it looked fine. It was a little dirty, but it looked fine. But next to it was these pair of panties soaked in blood and shit. It looked horrible. And then I I turned around and I see this woman come out of the bushes, right? And she was absolutely tweaking and everything. But then I looked down. This bitch was completely naked. Shit stains running down her leg and period blood stains running down her leg she looked at me head on ever seen the walking dead and like lee's or like um you know that guy guy's wife in the beginning of the oh, walking like dead the, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she looked exactly like that right that's scary so, mm-hmm. i kind of feel bad for her though and then she starts walking towards me and then started running towards me and then all my symptoms of my asthma, whoosh, gone. And I started booking it down the street. I started booking it to the golf course and running as fast as – dude, I could have – I sworn I was in the Olympics, right? I started running <laughs> as fast as I could. 
and then right when I noticed I thought it was safe, I threw up all over the all over the gate in the golf course because my asthma kicked in. I couldn't breathe. I was like <laughs> Yeah, I don't really care about you in the situation. I just feel really bad for her. But she kept on coming there, right? And then we had to call the and then like all the people on my neighborhood had to call the police and um she got taken away. But then we saw her at Safeway the other day. And it was uh, not a pretty sight. But I think that's the end of the Vandals podcast for, yep. for now. I feel like we, I feel like we covered From a lot coppers of coppers to hobos. From Santa Maria streets to the Edmonds kinks. This is has it? been the Vandals podcast. I like how it all came full circle. <laughs> it did it really? We kind of just mindlessly ranted for an hour. But you know what? We needed to get this done eventually, and you guys asked for it. Not really. We just felt pressured by ourselves. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.